and you say, even though I'm so frustrated that I have this pain right here, right now, I'm acknowledging it. Mm-hmm. Even though I'm so angry, I have to deal with this right here, right now. I, I'm acknowledging this feeling. Hello and welcome to Self Talk. I'm Rachel Astarte. Lauren Fonville is an integrative energy practitioner who helps her clients break through obstacles, physical, mental, or emotional, that are keeping them stuck and holding them back from living purposeful and joyful lives. Lauren, welcome to Self Talk. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here today. Yeah, me too. So, um, why don't we start by you? telling us a little bit about yourself and how you got into this field. I know you, you have a lot of modalities that you work with. So what got you involved in this work? Yeah, you're right. I do use a variety of, of modalities. And my, my journey really started when I was dealing with some chronic stress mm-hmm. and anxiety. And I found myself in a yoga studio. Mm-hmm. And it reflecting back on that, you know, whenever things got tough in my life, I would go to a yoga studio. And that particular day, there was a poster about yoga teacher training. And I went through my yoga teacher certification process. And that really opened the door to lots of different energy work for me. Mm -hmm. Um, And I got certified in Reiki and started practicing meditation, journaling, and then eventually was introduced to EFT tapping. And so using those modalities myself was really transformational. Mm -hmm. And, you know, then I I just kept going and got certified so that I could help other people. Yeah, that's beautiful. So uh, where did the stress come from that, that got you to this point? Yeah. So when this all really I guess, came to a head for me was right when we found out that my husband was going to deploy, he's in the military. And I had two young kids at the time. And just the thought of having to take care of them while going through the deployment myself, like we had gone through previous deployment deployments, but that was before children. Um, And so then there was just so much anxiety and worry, not only about the kids, but about him, mm-hmm. um, about me being able to do it alone, living in a place where I really didn't have uh, a support system. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's that's what really set me over the edge. And I thought, I really need to do something about this. I need to take time for me. I, I was uh, self-aware enough that I knew that I needed to create the space for, for me to feel what I was feeling, which is why, even though uh, logistically it was very difficult for me to do teacher training while my husband was away and I yeah. didn't have... Uh, that that kind of support, I made it happen because I knew I needed it. Something deep inside of me was like, you need to do this. And and I'm so grateful that I did because it it sent me on this journey that led me to where I am today. That's fantastic. So, yeah. And stress is so difficult for, for, you know, and and it comes in so many different forms, but yeah, some kind of inciting incident like that, that said, I have to take care of myself. And you said you found yourself in a, in a yoga studio. (laughs) How did that come about? You just, I, I, I had gone to yoga previously, um, sporadically and, in, in think like I was saying before, like in thinking back of the times that I would go to yoga, it was always when there was something going on in my life. Mm. And I just 
would be like, oh yeah, let's go to yoga. Or a friend would invite me to yoga. And then it would be like, oh, this feels so good. You know, it feels so good to move in this way and have this meditative practice. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, yeah, divine guidance maybe too, that just (laughs) led me there when I needed it most. Right, right. So um, one of your areas of specialty is working with people, uh, is it women only mainly, or is it mostly women? Yeah. Mostly women. Okay. Who have had a recent health diagnosis and all of the stress that goes along with that. Um, and, and you mentioned that, you know, there's a lot of emotional contributors to, to physical pain. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, absolutely. So there, there definitely is a lot of uh, emotional contributors to physical pain. That is, and I want to be clear that that does not mean that the pain is not real. The pain is a hundred percent real. It's just that um, I like to refer to it as stuffing, right? So when we experience things in our life, like emotions, like anger, frustration, sadness, overwhelm, these are emotions that we as humans typically don't enjoy feeling, right? Right. And so right. we we stuff them down, right? We push mm-hmm. them down. And then what do we do? We redirect our attention. We distract ourselves and, right. and, and do something else, right? And that can work for the short term. Mm-hmm. So, but eventually <laughs> what happens is all of that stuffing is going to come to a head and it's going to come out in some way. And sometimes it comes out by, you know, lashing out at a loved one that doesn't necessarily <laughs> deserve it. Right. Sometimes and sometimes it comes out as physical pain. And I think that the that when I when I ask people, like when you're experiencing stress, yeah. where do you feel that in your body? Yes. Most Great people question. have an immediate answer. They have an immediate response to that. Oh, I feel it in my in my neck and my shoulders, I feel it in my lower back, or I get stomach aches, you know, but it's not um it's with any emotion that, that we have been repressing that can cause that can cause some pain. And so um working with clients to really acknowledge how they're feeling the emotions that are coming, that are coming up and uh, EFT tapping is, is a modality that I, that I use a lot to really begin to explore what, you know, past events that are likely contributing to, to some of the, some of what's going on presently. Yeah. Beautiful. So yeah. And, and you had mentioned that too, we were emailing a little bit about what you do and, you know, how important it is to acknowledge how you're feeling in the present, mm-hmm. you know, and, and then that kind of opens the door to, well, where did this all come from? Right. Yeah. So sometimes you even address past trauma. Right. People. How often does that come up? Oh, it, co- it comes up a lot. I mean, I was recently working with a woman who was having uh, just chronic pain in her shoulder mm-hmm. and it, and I just started, you know, ask, asking lots of questions. What, what exactly does the faint pain feel like? Mm-hmm. And, um, and then she, she said that it felt like, you know, a twisting or, or, or a choking. Mm-hmm. And that kind of gave her pause because I guess she hadn't really thought of exactly how she would describe it. It was just, you know, pain. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then when I started asking her about when, when did the pain first start? Like, how long have you been dealing this with this for? And, and then there was a moment of, of just like this look on her face mm-hmm. of this connection that happened. And, um, and it was around the same time that she was leaving her husband who happened to be abusive. And mm-hmm. the, the combination of that was just like, wow, maybe there's a connection there. And, and yeah. she, 
hadn't thought of that before. Wow. And so when you when you allow yourself to feel and allow yourself to really explore those things, mm-hmm. that relief can come. And she did find she did find some relief, uh, immediate relief in in doing that, going through the tapping process. Yeah, beautiful. And I know I know how uh, how effective that can be. There's something to be said, I think, for um, as you said, really paying attention to the body. Yeah. Because the body is where we hold everything. You know, mm-hmm. we don't think our feelings, we feel our feelings. And so the body is a great resource and we don't use it. Yes. You know, it's yeah. like, oh, I'm in pain. I'll take an aspirin or I'll go see a chiropractor. Or I'll go do, you know, this and that. And as though our body somehow is this shell that we carry. Mm-hmm. Right. And that it doesn't really have, you know, it, it's sort of this thing that we have to deal with. Right. No, a hundred percent. And I, one of the phrases that I, I don't know where it came from, um, but the, that idea, like if you listen to your body, when, when she's whispering, you don't have to hear her scream. <laughs> right. And, and it's true because the, the more, you know, even with like a nagging pain, right. If right. you just like, you know, keep press through it and keep going and keep going, it's most likely not just going to go away, even, you know, even though we want it to, it's, that doesn't, it's not how it works. Maybe you need some rest. So yeah, learning how to really tune in and listen to what your body is telling you, asking your body what she needs Mm -hmm. um, and, and giving yourself the opportunity to really feel your emotions. Because another thing I always say is you got to feel it to heal it. That's right. (laughs) Absolutely. Right. And, you know, and it's important too, as you just gave the case with your client who had never really considered where this shoulder pain was coming from until you sat down and talked with her. Mm -hmm. So we don't take that time really to say, well, wait a minute, let me sit down and really figure out why does my back hurt and when did it start and what was going on in my life Mm -hmm. and what, what does this pain remind me of? So that's one thing. So there's like the diagnostic part of it, but then there's also the healing aspect that you're talking about as well, which is working with your body, right? So you're not, it's, it's not just this thing that needs a a bandaid put on it or, or medicine of of some sort, but something that if we actually are working in conjunction with our body, mind, and spirit, all that is connected. Then, then we're having a conversation among the three, you know? Yes. Yes. Um, One of my mentors gives this example of, of a table and they say that you're presenting issue. So the physical pain you're experiencing is like the tabletop mm-hmm. and the legs of the table are, you know, contributing factors to that. They, they could be a variety of different events that are, that have happened in your, that have happened in your past. Mm-hmm. And when you allow yourself to, um, you know, a- acknowledge that and and tap on those different, th- those different aspects, you know, you do that enough on one leg that that leg will fall out and then you move to the next one and mm. it'll fall out and eventually that tabletop will come crashing down. Wow. Um, and I think that, I, I think that's, you know, explains exactly what, what you said. It's really working, um, working in that, in that realm of, of mind, body, and spirit all, all together. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. essential, you know, when those are our three biggest support systems and we all have them. So, you know, Mm -hmm. great to use them. Um, So let's talk a little bit about EFT. So um, for those who don't know, um, how does it work? And And yeah. So EFT stands for the emotional freedom technique. And we also call it tapping. And it's a process of gently tapping on certain points of the body 
Um, and when I describe it, I like to compare it to acupuncture, just because most people are more familiar with acupuncture. Mm-hmm. So if you go to an acupuncturist, you know, they're going to take those little needles and put them in on certain points of your body. Right. And the points that they put them in at are the end points of the meridians. Mm-hmm. And with tapping, we're using acupressure and mm-hmm. applying gentle pressure to the, to, to some of those points. Um, and what is happening, what, what I think what I love so much about, about tapping is that there is science behind it. There's studies that back it up. Um, But what's happening is that as you're tapping on these different points, a message is being sent to the amygdala in the brain and the amygdala is the part of the brain that controls fight or flight. And it's telling the brain, Hey, you're actually not in fight or flight. There's no, there's no need to be like freaking out right now. And it, and and it's uh, reduces the amount of cortisol being pumped through your body by up to 40%. Wow. Which is huge. I mean, it's a huge number. And that was a study done by Dr. Peter Stapleton. Mm -hmm. And that was in a group tapping session session. So it wasn't even just one-on-one. And that's, I mean, I think that's powerful for people to know that literally you have a tool at your fingertips that that can help to bring some ease and, and calm. Um, And how tapping helps is it allows you, it meets you where you're at and it allows you to really um, acknowledge how you're feeling. It's a big part of of the healing process is acknowledging how you're feeling now. Um, And, you know, and that's different from uh, some other uh, approaches, you know, sometimes, you'll hear someone say, okay, well, if you acknowledge, let's say that you're feeling really sad, okay, you acknowledge it and now shift the thought to something happy, right? Well, when, if you're feeling really sad, that's not easy to do. It's not easy. It's not like you flip a switch and you're like, okay, I'm going to think a happy thought now. No, it doesn't work like that. So tapping, you know, whether it's like, you're feeling really sad that you have this pain or really angry or whatever it is, you, you sit, you sit with that for a moment. And sometimes that can be a little scary for people because, Mm -hmm. you know, you don't want to go there. It, 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 feel a little overwhelming, but I promise you that when you feel it, you're able to move through it. You're able to, um, heal it uh, a lot faster than, than trying to outrun it. And, um, and tapping is just this beautiful process of really connecting the dots Mm -hmm. of, of what's going on and what's causing it. And a lot of the time it's, um, there are events from your past that you might not even totally be aware of, or, or it seems like, um, like a random thought. I love when that's like, Oh, that's doesn't, that's not related to this. I just thought, you know, about this time when I was six, but there's no way that's related to this situation. It's like, okay, well, let's just see, you know, let's let's just go with it. And that happened. That that does happen quite a bit. Like Um, in, in a session, in in a a session. Yeah. We'll be, we'll be tapping on, on, you know, maybe the physical pain of something and then it'll, there'll be a a memory maybe that pops up Mm -hmm. of something that happened when they were in, first grade or something, yeah, and, yeah. And, you know, and, and that, that happened to me. That was my personal, um, that, that was part of what happened to me when I first was introduced to tapping. And I was dealing with, as I mentioned, some chronic stress. And when I have chronic stress, I have my TMJ flares up really bad. Yes, yeah. Um, and, and when I was first introduced to this, you know, I thought it was, I thought it was crazy. This whole idea of tapping on yourself to physically feel better. Mm-hmm. Um, but at that point I was like, I don't have anything to lose. I'm going to give it a try, <laughs> you know? Sure. And, um, and when I did, it really was that, that process of connecting the dots. And I moved through from, you know, feeling frustrated that I was dealing with it. Um, 
angry at the dentist because this all was triggered when I got my wisdom teeth out Uh, and it led to feeling betrayed by the dentist. And that's where things shifted for me. I had a thought of when I was betrayed years ago in a completely, you know, what I felt like was an unrelated situation. And when I shared that with the practitioner that I was working with, she's like, okay, we're going to tap on it anyway. Mm -hmm. And, and then that ultimately led me to feeling really sad about losing that friendship from that betrayal. And and Mm -hmm. when I checked back in with the pain at the end of the session, I had started I, they, you, when you start, when you do EFT, you check in and you give it yourself a number on a scale of one to 10 of how intense it is. And I was about an eight at the start of the session. And by the end of the session, I was at a two. And wow. so that's how I knew like, okay, there's something here. I don't understand it. At, the, you know, yeah. at that point, I didn't understand what was happening, but I, I realized that something was definitely happening and that I had been storing this anger and frustration yeah. in my jaw. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. And that happens for so many of us too. It's like back jaw shoulders, you know, Um, so how does it work if you're, if you're tapping on, let's say the pain of TMJ, right? Pain in your jaw. And Mm -hmm. then you get to a certain point wherever it is and you have a a memory come up, as you said. So does the session then shift to that memory or do you do a separate? Yeah, it 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 shifts. So I'm always uh, encouraging my my clients to share with me what they're feeling in the moment, what's what's coming up, any thought, even if they feel like it's like it's in, insignificant. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we we use that as an opportunity to to explore that mm-hmm. and see where that where that goes. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, and there's always a way to there's a it, it's always amazing to me like how it really is like such a journey and you never it's never linear, right? You never, it's, it's just such a, such a winding path of, mm-hmm. uh, of each session, but yeah, you, you just explore those, those thoughts that come up and you see if those thoughts lead to other thoughts or other memories um, or other feelings in your body. And so always checking back in with your body and what you're, what you're noticing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. If that helps. <laughs> yeah, it does. It does. Because, um, and, and as you're doing EFT, you're, you're actually s- saying, words right as well so for example if you could say like yeah so even though you you start off with what's called a setup statement and you say even though i'm so frustrated that i have this pain right here right now i'm acknowledging it Mm -hmm. even though i'm so angry i have to deal with this right here right now i i'm acknowledging this feeling Mm -hmm. Uh, or, or, or you could say, even though I'm, I'm so angry that I have this pain in my jaw, I love and accept myself anyway. Mm-hmm. And then you can just tap on each point saying, I'm so angry. Mm-hmm. I'm so angry. Mm-hmm. And then you, you tap on it until, until the anger, you know, comes down a bit. And then right. something else is going to likely start to come up or a thought okay. is going to come up or another feeling in your body. And when we're dealing with pain, what, what is really interesting um, that happens with, with a lot of my clients um, can be that the pain will shift, right? So let's say mm-hmm. the pain is, is in one shoulder mm-hmm. and then you, you continue to tap, you're tapping on this pain in your, your right shoulder. And then they'll be like, wait, now I'm feeling it in my left shoulder. <laughs> now I'm feeling it down my arm, you know, and that's called, um, chasing the pain. Mm. So it's, it's something that does, that does often happen. Um, and it's usually a sign that we're going in the right direction. Yeah. And so then you would just shift. So mm-hmm. at what point does, does the client sort of 
So let's say they're tapping, you know, and I, I completely accept myself. Mm-hmm. And then what? Then, you know, they have an, an idea of something from the past and they would they verbalize that in the middle of the of the tap? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yep. And it's always it's always my job as a practitioner to really reflect back the words that you're saying. Mm-hmm. Um, that's when that's when tapping can really be its most powerful is when you're saying when you're using words that really resonate with you. Um mm-hmm. And there are, you know, there's tons of videos on YouTube that you can right, tap, right. tap along with, um, which are great. You know, I have some on my website too, but I feel like the real magic happens when, when you're using your, when you're using your own words. And sometimes, especially when you're first getting started with tapping, that can be a struggle. People will often say, I don't know what to say. You know, I, I have no idea what to say. And so if you're just getting started and you want to give this a, a try yourself, um, you know, tapping on the tapping on the points and just really acknowledging the the emotion that comes. So keep it simple. Like I'm so angry. I'm so angry. And just say that same phrase tapping on the points until Mm. you're like, maybe I'm not so angry anymore. Maybe something else is coming up now and you can start to move into that. Oh, beautiful. Okay. Thank you. That's really helpful. Yeah. So, so the other modalities you use, you use Reiki, for mm-hmm. example. Now, do you do that remotely or in person or both? Yeah, I do that. I, I do both. I do both. Um, but when working with my working with my clients, I, I it, it's a lot of it is like an intuitive process of you know what they uh, have going on and um, what I'm what I'm feeling like I think that would be good for the session. Every session is is different. I um, when I work with someone, it's very organic. Um, it's not like you know week one we do this, week two we do that kind of thing. It's very much like a collaborative effort of what what they need, what they want, and um, what I can offer. Um, so yeah, so that can be that can be tapping, that can be um, coaching, that can be Reiki. It can be I do some sound healing. I have a crystal alchemy symbol. And um, some chimes that I use. Yeah. So it's uh, mm-hmm. it's a kind of a beautiful process how it unfolds. Yeah, yeah. So um just getting back to the to the health diagnosis and the stress of that, like if someone has just received a, a pretty devastating health diagnosis, mm-hmm. there's a lot of fear attached to that as well. Fear of the of the future, fear of you know um, of what they may be encountering as they move through the illness. Um, Is there any different approach you take to, for people who are, who are ill, chronically ill, as opposed to anyone else who's just perhaps going through garden variety stress? Yeah. The, the, the approach is really the same. Um, You know, and like I said, every session is going to be, uh, is going to be different, but the, the approach stays, the stays the same Mm -hmm. and, um, and tapping does the work. You know, it really, it really does the work. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Do you ever use all three modalities of the coaching, the Reiki and the EFT with, with patients or clients? Yeah. 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 Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It definitely, it definitely, wow. um, yeah, it can, it's, and it's fun. <laughs> I, <laughs> and I think I, I think that's why I love it too, because it's always, it's always different and I get to, mm-hmm. um, yeah, bring in the different, to bring in the different modalities. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. So, um, have you ever encountered when, when you're working with someone, when they have like a pretty severe traumatic past mm-hmm. and, and, and it's almost as though they're not able to 
fully acknowledge it, you know, or it's just too painful to get near. Mm -hmm. Can these modalities still work with somebody who may not be able to really like, it's not, they don't feel safe. Right. Go there. Yeah. Um, Especially if it's new, if it just came up. Yeah, definitely. So in those types of situations, I would be drawn to tapping and, um, and with tapping, it's like staying more global um, with the issue. And then when it feels safe, right. When it feels safe, when it feels authentically good for you to, to move closer to it than we do. And sometimes that can take a while. Sometimes, you know, there are multiple sessions where you're, where you're staying on the global issues before you, before you get more specific. And that's really how, how that specific modality works is, is you start global and then you, you get, you get more specific. Um, Same thing with like, you start with, you start with the negative, right. With the reality of how you're feeling Mm -hmm. and then slowly move towards the, towards the positive feeling Mm -hmm. when, you know, when you're ready, but you know, when you're dealing with, when you're dealing with a chronic illness diagnosis, you're not going to be ready to go towards the positive, right? You know, right. You know, right away. That's not, um, you know, that's just not how that's just not how that works. So it's allowing yourself, you know, there there is real there is real healing power in allowing yourself to feel what's coming up. And yes. I think, mm-hmm. and I think a lot of the time, you know, particularly um, when when you're dealing with with chronic illness, or if you're, if you're a mom and you're worried about your kids and you, right. you're, you know, you're thinking these thoughts, right. You're thinking these thoughts about your situation over and over and over right. and you're ruminating on them and something, something can shift in just saying it out loud when you've been playing it over and over in your head. And then you allow yourself to like, say it out loud. Um, sometimes that's, that's all it takes to begin to, to be, to begin to create that shift. Yes. Um, yeah, because you're not running away anymore, distracting yourself, as you mentioned earlier. Yeah. And and it can be scary at first, but um, but you're absolutely right. If the only way to work through it is to be inside of it and 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 face it, because really, you know, there's nothing to be afraid of. This is our life. And and so, um, you know, we are meant to be whole beings no matter what we're going through. Yeah. Um, so how, how many sessions would you say would a person need or want to have uh, for a particular, I know it's, it's probably a very general question, but I mean, so are you doing tapping the rest of your life? Are you doing tapping only as needed or, you know, is it one and done? How does it work usually? I like to think of, t- of um, you know, of these different modalities as tools to keep in your toolbox. And I think that um, the more you practice them, the easier they are to use when you are in that state of, you know, chronic stress or overwhelm. Um, mm-hmm. Because if you leave it just for those times where you're feeling stressed, it's, it, it, it's, a, it's harder, it's harder. Right. So it's always something that like, you know, incorporating it into your self self-care routine. And even if that's just like, I'll tell people the best way, specifically with tapping is like to, um, attach it to, uh, to something else that you already got going on. So a, a habit that you already have. So even if okay. it's like, even if it's like, 
you know, you take a minute or two in the shower when you're taking a shower every day and you're just mm-hmm. like, I'm just going to tap, just tapping and breathing mm-hmm. is going to have that same impact of helping to calm you down. Okay. And then that's good to know. Yeah. That you can use when, when you are feeling overwhelmed. Um, as far as the number of sessions, um, typically I, I w- would say at least eight, I like to work in chunks of like eight sessions with someone um, just because of that uh, the nature of, you know, starting globally and getting more specific. Right, right. I found that that's around there is usually the sweet spot. Um, but yeah, it can, it can vary for, and, and then they have the tools they can use as well. Right. Yeah. That's always, I mean, that's always my intention with my clients is, is to empower them to really be able to use these tools on their, on their own, because, I believe that we all have the answers within, you know, we have our, we have our own medicine within, we just need to, we just need to figure out what that is and what that looks like for us. And I like to think of myself as a guide for them as they're on the self-healing journey. Beautiful. So beautiful segue to the next question, which is how can people reach you? Yeah. Um, so if you are interested in learning more about this or more about this work, I, I do offer free consultations um, and that they can find me and, and set up a time on talkwithlauren.com. Um, and then my website is mindshiftwithlauren.com. Okay. Um, so yeah, you can find me there. Great. And I will have all of these uh, links in the show notes for people to uh, use them as they will. Lauren, thank you so much for being on Self Talk today. Thank you. This was so much fun. Thank you, Rachel.